Nature has a way sometimes of reminding man of just how small he is. She occasionally throws up the terrible offsprings of our pride and carelessness to remind us of how puny we really are in the face of a tornado, an earthquake, or a Godzilla. Uh, we're podcasting. It's oh, happening. No. It's happening. Edit out what I said about kissing a dick. But <laughs> <laughs> well, you just said it again. Yeah. I know. Oh, damn it. Amy, if we edit out every time we talk about kissing a dick, this is going to be three minutes of silence. Yeah. Or it's going to be the all me and Jordan episode. <laughs> and then we start talking. About and who of these white male authors would have kissed a dick? <laughs> I, love, I love the idea of uh, edit out that part where I confess to murdering that man. <laughs> It's you know like, how I pushed uh, Carl Stevens off a bridge? Who Cut was, that out. <laughs> who was the guy from the Jinx who got caught from Ooh, Robert him? Durst. Robert yeah. Durst. That's oh, my well, favorite that's documentary. One of the f- Funniest things when he was Eddie. burping so in, in the bathroom and admitting himself? that he He goes, Well, you're caught, Robert. He goes, eh, eh. Killed them all. Oh, and then, he, and then he goes, and the burping. Like he's so disappointed in oh himself. Oh my god, I loved it. <laughs> oh. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Fight Island. Uh, welcome. welcome. The, 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 the podcast of nervous burping. Uh, and it gives us such guilt. Uh, talking about smooches and uh, that ambulance that's coming up behind us to uh. arrest us for pod crimes. Do ambulances arrest you? What do they do? If you get hurt, you immediately <laughs> didn't know what an ambulance. I broke my leg. A, oh, you're in trouble. <laughs> I, I was in San Diego this last weekend at the Madhouse, and I met one of the worst people I'd ever met. Who came to talk to the comedians after the show? Sure. And he was just the most awful person. And then afterwards, he was like, "I'm an EMT," and I was like, "I would rather die than be touched by this man." I've held a human heart in my hands. <laughs> yeah, I, like, I can't believe you're saving people. I feel like I would open my eyes and be like. Let, let me die. Yeah. He's putting uh, wraparound shades Don't on a corpse. <laughs> like, this guy sucks. Great. Yeah, no, that truly. Sounds, he had some like girl with him and was being so rude to her. That sounds like something I would request as I'm dying. Make me look cool. <laughs> <laughs> um, Put a well, shark tooth necklace on me. Is that ar- cool? To be fair, I'm always wearing one of yeah, those. We're, all we're, the time. I mean, we're saying jokingly not cool things. And then <laughs> you bring a shark necklace in here. <laughs> Welcome to Fight Island, yeah. the podcast of hypothetical fights that we paint uh, with our words. Lightning for, crash, for jaguar noise. Uh, you, you it's might, for later sound effects. Lightning crash, <laughs> jaguar noise. I almost said lightning crash, vampire noise, which that's a different podcast, but the, you may have heard her talking already. Oh, was I not supposed to? With us is hilarious Story comedian life. slash small dog, Amy Silverberg. Arf, arf, arf. <laughs> Thank well, you for having me. Welcome to the uh, to Fight Island. I'm currently in a dungeon uh, where they have me chained up. You're in, a, in the dungeon of Fight and Island. And we're in office chairs. <laughs> choosing gladiators uh, for the upcoming war. If anyone's listening to this, please help me. <laughs> You're a method podcaster, a thing that people don't respect yeah, yes, and no. never should. Nobody does. Sam, why don't you tell our... Our viewers, our ear viewers, and <laughs> the people with eyes in their ears who listen to our podcast, and Amy, what we do on Fight Island. Oh, Fight Island. We take a subset of things. Uh, Some and, people call it a topic. Yeah, I call it a subset of things. <laughs> and, I'm rolling uh, my eyes, but the audience can't see. It's audible. <laughs> you, can, you can hear it. Dry eyes. <laughs> and we decide... Uh, 
with a lightweight and middleweight and a heavyweight bout, uh, what those things would do in a fight. And they fight on a thing we call Fight Island. What their strengths and their weaknesses might be. The Fight Island is the perfect environment for fighting. It is. Uh, it has certain magical properties that enhance uh, violent and uh, karate mm-hmm. tendencies already in- inherent in people. Can I ask a question? Please. Is the lightweight, medium weight, heavyweight, is that... Uh, based on actual weight, or is it based it, on like if they're like a well-known author versus a not not as well-known? It can be, yeah. but no, it's kind of where they're at. In the, are they a lightweight in the public in the public's it, minds it. and hearts? Got it. Yeah, um, it's importance. I think is the thing. Significance. That, the weight class. Yeah, significance. significance. I just wanted to take a However, word that Sam said and um, make it better. <laughs> hey. <laughs> That's, uh, that's called worked. good talking. Ah, I'm a human thesaurus. In other words, an asshole. <laughs> Do you mean... The most dangerous dinosaur of all was the ass. Is that how you become an academic? You just take the yeah. thing. And you say yeah. things like liminal space. Yeah. Oh, Amy, is a, she's a professor of good talk down at the... Yeah. Uh, down at oh, I'm she... a professor of hand jobs, baby. Shout out to my students listening. I'm a professor of English with a minor in hand jobs. Yeah, you gotta have a fallback. Yeah. You gotta have I'm a fallback. I'm like, now, before class, we're gonna list all the way that we could say handjob and then you're going to read it aloud to me. Rub and tug. Uh, po- <laughs> polishing good. the bishop. No, it, what is it? Uh, Saint, greeting the bishop? This sounds like some weird Scottish Jordan's thing. childhood stuff. <laughs> well, you guys didn't have a, bi- a bishop who would teach you to jerk off? Mm-mm. I was slapping the rabbi. <laughs> Uh, this is not important, but I did give my first hand job at a bar mitzvah outside of the temple. I was 13, and then I kept giving hand jobs only until I turned 18, <laughs> which good. I guess is why I'm obsessed with hand jobs. That's good, though. You're, you're, you're I got working. good at one. I was comfortable with one thing, and then I would have boyfriends, and they'd be like, anything else? And I'd be like, nope, this is it. I feel like that's what like parents of daughters are comfortable yes, with. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> like, I... Realistically, we know you're going to do something. What if it's just hand jobs until you're 18? As a Jewish daughter who wanted to please my parents, I was like, hand jobs it is. Also, uh, a woman calling masturbating slapping the rabbi definitely implies a couple of things. One of which being that you call your vagina the rabbi, no, I was, which is so good. You know, long about, beard, those weird lo- those uh, side locks, <laughs> temple locks. I was talking about giving a hand job. I would um, slap, slap the rabbi. Let me introduce you to Rabbi <laughs> Bernstein. <laughs> Uh, Couldn't think of a rabbi now. Yeah, I'm always okay. like uh, today's shlomo. topic. Say Mazel Tov. What in, today's topic in honor of our uh, literary guest is? Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> I love how much we just proved that she's that a I... literary icon. <laughs> what? She's a professor of good work. Uh, <laughs> yeah, she do writing downs. Um, um, no, slapping the rabbi is uh, that's that's writing, baby. Yes, that's, come on. It also definitely sounds like a like a breakdance move. He's sure. slapping the rabbi. He's SpongeBobbing. <laughs> Um, He's doing that. He's walking under the mezuzah. Our our topic for today is white male authors of the late twenty. Number one, they haven't gotten enough credit. Number two, (laughs) they haven't been well read over the course of all uh, syllabi. Number three, famously good people. (laughs) I think it's important that me and Sam clarify that uh, we didn't pick this topic. We wanted to do famous uteruses. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I like the idea of white male authors fighting because it's like funny to think. 
of them uh, crying sure. and dying. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And, well, and being ripped limb from limb by and, each other. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, and Fight Island, if, if nothing else, is an exercise in imagining people dying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Which well, people who are never fighting, fighting. Right. That's and the yes, and yes, authors yes. in general, with the exception of a couple of them, are famously indoor people. Yeah. yeah this could be called famous nerds, and yeah. it would be the same, a similar list. Except for the few who go so out of their way to prove that they're masculine mm-hmm. that you're like, okay, mm-hmm. you're deeply closeted. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> Anyone um, who's like, yeah, I can only uh, write sentences with 10 words, no adjectives, and uh, I don't want to kiss other men. <laughs> <laughs> Most of my books are about that. Yeah, yeah. I punched a guy for calling me handsome. <laughs> All right, pal. Uh, Take my novel, I don't want to kiss you. Opens his clo- <laughs> you know Hemingway opened his closet had only wife beaters hung up? Oh, sure. <laughs> and then... <laughs> I was imagine I was imagine Hemingway in just a big stinky cable knit sky blue yeah. sweater. Oh yes, that too. Like so bad, like yeah. burns on it from his pipe. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And Whiskey dribbling. Because it was like manly. All of the collective alcohol problems. It's like you can't be alone with your thoughts because you hear your dad yelling at you. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then they all like fetishized it, so then it became part of it. Yes. Mm-hmm. You're like, I guess. And listen, I'm a writer. This guy a good writer. Is he I love drunk? to write at a bar. I'm always like, glass of wine really helps. And then I can't read a single thing. That I- <laughs> sure. Yeah. I when I when I lived in Denver, I would go to write at this bar and uh, eventually have to pick a day and actually write at home because I was just getting drunk for four days. <laughs> <laughs> writing nonsense. Um, so, do you guys have anyone in mind for our lightweight bout? I'm thinking maybe not um, how well they're known, but in terms of literary significance. I, yeah. I, maybe well, like a Dr. Seuss. I, honestly, I was going to lean towards like uh, like children's book authors, your uh, your light poets. Your uh, your R.L. Stein or your, your Shel Silverstein. R.L. Stein, Shel Silverstein. Um, uh, the people who wrote the Berenstein Bears. <laughs> sure, hang on, my pizza's done. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry about that. You, the people who wrote the Berenstein Bears, the Illuminati. Yeah, yeah the, we can't really yeah. use them, Amy. The government. They're actual bears. <laughs> it was a, it was autobiography. Who better to write of bears <laughs> than a Jewish bear himself? <laughs> Mazel tov. Uh, the Jewish bear writes about Jackie. Huh? Yeah, that's Barry Berenstein. Ooh, I would hey pay Jew. to see that. A bear jerking off. I was slamming the rabbi. Does a, does a bear slap the rabbi in the woods? <laughs> of course he does. Um, okay, I like I like Shel Silverstein. I like uh, I like R.L. Stein in there. I like Dr. Seuss. These are all good. These are all good selections. Do you have any opinions, Sam? Um, I think we stand in terrified silence. I think it's. uh, I thought you you had more sentence. Nope. (laughs) Had more sentence coming. Uh, Please save me. I uh, very teacher of me to be like. And does Sam have anything to say? (laughs) Good, good job, (laughs) professor. And he's going to give us a grade at the end of this podcast. Oh no! (laughs) Please Uh, revise. (laughs) I think it's shaping up to be uh, the classic triangle match. R. L. Stein versus Doctor Seuss versus. Shell Silverstein. Shell Silverstein. Is there anyone we're missing? I feel like we're missing. Who wrote Where's Waldo? Has that just always been? Did they find that on stone tablets <laughs> in the Dead Sea? Uh, yeah, I don't. I can't say that I know the author of Where's Waldo. Also, I don't think anyone really wrote well Where's Waldo. Yeah, there's not much yeah. to read. Yeah, the manuscript is just going to be like. He's, he's between. I wouldn't really call it a graphic novel. <laughs> <laughs> maybe it, maybe it's the. Oh my God! Graphic you know who wrote novel. it? Alan Moore. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> <so dumb. laughs> 
<laughs> Tom Clancy. Yeah. Ooh, put a thumb in that for later. Ooh, Tom Clancy. Do we uh, go through? Then do we do this one, or do we go through all the sets? If, if you guys are, if you guys are, uh, if you guys like that three-way battle, we can lock it in. Now that I'm thinking about it, I'm thinking that Shel Silverstein isn't quite the. Uh, the heavyweight that Seuss v. Stein is. I think okay. you're right a little bit. I think he is... He feels like a bit of an odd man. He's out. some other fight... Some other island fighting uh, rolled doll. Yes. And oh, dude, rolled doll! Dude, that's a great option, though. Damn, how did we overlook rolled doll? Rolled doll is Matilda? Really, is it, also, is he secretly... Ba- is he bad? Did he get, like, oh, yeah, he was retroactively totally canceled? Do you guys want to oh, hear really? a fucked up story about rolled doll? Yes. He, in the... Uh, in, like, that war he was in... Um, <laughs> Uh, he crashed his plane in the desert and was stricken blind because that's a thing that could happen, like in uh-huh. the 40s. <laughs> like you could crash a plane. <laughs> it was plane an old time like, thing oh, that could happen. No, I'm blind for a while. <laughs> you know, I'll get better. You know when stuff was loosely associated? <laughs> yeah. Now um, we have science. <laughs> crashed his plane in the desert, was stricken blind. They took him to a field hospital where he recovered from his blind, his blind wound. Uh, while, while, like, a nurse tended him. He was married at the time. His mm. wife was back in England. He she tended over, his dick. He, over the course of his healing, uh, like, confessed his love for this woman, said mm-hmm. that, I've grown very fond of you. I've written a book, you know. Uh, and, <laughs> and that um, book was Matilda. And then when uh, they peeled his eye bandages off and he saw her for the first time, he was like, well, oh. I better get back to England. I've got a <laughs> wife and a big friendly giant there. That is a wild story. So that happened when he was, first of all, who doesn't fall in love with someone like cleaning their ass oh, yeah. when they're blind? Oh, full on English patient. Yes, yes. English patient. Yeah. Oh, we could I think have done it's him. just English people. That's yeah. who's into that. Sure, sure, sure. Something very shame-filled mm, about that it. Is, that's wild. Although that's not as bad of a story as I thought you were going to say. Yeah. I thought you were going to say he killed a woman and left her in a cave or yeah. something. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like Kennedy. The, 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 verdict is, the verdict is still out. Yeah. Wait for the documentary "Leaving the Giant Peach." Yes, yeah. <laughs> okay, okay. Leaving the Giant Peach. Okay. It's really funny. Here's the thing. I think R.L. Stein on Dr. Seuss on uh, Roald Dahl is an excellent featherweight matchup. Uh, I do agree with you. I think Shel Silverstein may come up in a different episode. Yeah, uh, fighting. <laughs> Uh, Edward Gorey. You know, in I a like in a like a poetry workshop, like whenever um, one of my students has written a poem that's like truly insane, I'll be like, you know, I like that this has traces of Shel Silverstein. <laughs> sure, sure, sure. <laughs> Which just means like it rhymes. It's batshit. Yeah. Way to go. <laughs> you seem like you're drunk a lot, and your sexuality is unclassifiable. It's, like a, it's always like a high kid who like wrote it on the way to class. Sure. sure. Yeah, yeah, The bus <laughs> by, by Jared. Yeah. <laughs> What's your last name, Jared? Oh, shit. <laughs> there was a kid who came in so high, um, he wouldn't take off his sunglasses, and then he wouldn't stop giggling. He sounds fucking awesome. You know, actually, now that I mention him, then he had yeah, where are we ragging on the cool kid? <laughs> his name was Styles. He rode to work. He rode to school every day on top of a van. He was funny. I could not stop laughing that day, and then I was like, "You got to leave class. You're too high." And I was crying, laughing, and everyone was like, "Are you okay? <laughs> You're all right, Mrs. Silverstein Webberg." <laughs> oh, they call me Professor Amy, which is deranged. That's so funny. It's pretty cool. It sounds like a sweet. We like, can't pronounce yeah. Silverberg. That's how Anglo your students are. Good lord. Uh, okay. They're like, I've never seen a Jew before. Okay. What how does how does it go down? Shell Silverstein No, Shell Silverstein's gone. He's gone. Roll Dahl versus R. L. Stein versus Dr. Seuss. That sounds good. 
mm-hmm. on the island. Now, um, sometimes we do, uh, are they dropped in a pit? Are, are we doing naked in a pit in the center of the island? Mm-hmm. Or are we doing their dropped battle royale style on sep- separate points of the island and have to find one another? Um, I guess I like naked in a pit because I like to picture their dicks, but I don't know how you guys feel about that. <laughs> We're going to go uh, all three matches naked in a pit. <laughs> Thank you. Pertinent to my interests. <laughs> <laughs> I like naked in a pit. Okay, first things first. What do their dicks look like? <laughs> uh, giant peach, clearly. <laughs> Oh. Dr. Seuss, crazy, uh, crazy corkscrew. A crazy type. corkscrew. <laughs> yeah. A crazy corkscrew. Pastel Who, colors. Whoville nonsense. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Slide whistle of a dick. You know what I think is interesting about um, Dr. Seuss is for a long time it was like sorority girls quoting him of like, those who matter don't mind what you say and those who mind don't matter. And I was like, uh-huh. I wonder if... Uh, he knew that he was going to be quoted in Facebook away by messages the worst by, alive. by sorority girls. Yeah, but uh, nobody believed him. But he is very quotable. He's very quotable. He's got uh, he's got a, ma- a mastery and command of the English language. Also, I, an illustrator. Didn't an he illustrator? do all of his all those wacky illustrations? Yeah, that was him. He was a uh, he was a political cartoonist for years and years. Oh, I didn't if know he, that. Yeah, if you want to go down a fun little rabbit hole. Earlier, up, Jordan was preparing us for like not knowing things, and then he knows yeah. random bits of autobiography. But that's the thing. I only know things that were uh, answers in "You Don't Know Jack." <laughs> <laughs> I only know answers to uh, Bop It. It's, uh, I know Twist It. I like that Dr. Seuss calls himself a doctor. It shows an overconfidence and being deranged. Yeah. All of yeah, his yeah. work shows uh, extreme insanity, sure, which sure. has got to be good in a fight. If we're, if we're doing Naked in a Pit, then we're going on uh, sheer athletic performance. So w- mm. w- which one of these? Because Dr. Seuss is an old man. He was an old man when he got famous, right? Yeah. R.L. R. Stein. Also, R. not L. doing great physically. Yeah, R.L. Stein is like a doughy, tubby, little beetling, like slippery weirdo. Yeah, he looks like if he Larry. Like da- he nice looks man. like Husky Larry David. Someone who abbreviates sure. their name always has something to hide. Sure, sure. Yeah, which yeah, means yeah. little dick. <laughs> sure, the R.L. stands for. I think it's really got a little mask long. on. Yes, yes. Yeah. Did you ever watch the show uh, Are You Afraid of the Dark sure. on Nickelodeon, yeah. which was based on his? Was no. it? Yeah. I know. R. L. Steins? I thought no, he did Goosebumps. They did a Goosebumps show. I thought it was also Are You Afraid of the I Dark? I could see him like like Here, should I Google? I could see him like producing on it or something. Maybe. Maybe. Um, but you know what? We're not here to celebrate his career. <laughs> no, you're right. Um, Too much biography, not enough. What does their wiener look like? We don't know. We don't need we don't need facts. <laughs> we need fights. Um and then, Sorry, uh, this up for... and then Roald Dahl, again, kind of a spin. Yes, based on the books by R.L. Stein, Are You Afraid of the Dark? Really? I had no idea. So he's got money, which means, uh, you know, all that TV money, which means he could have extended his dick. Sure. With sure. Yeah. surgery. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> or supplements. I, but is it some sort of uh, crazy fun uh, Frankenstein? He really played up that angle for Halloween. Sure. You know, um, it's got bolts in it. Yeah. <laughs> R. L. One thing I know about for sure about R. L. Stein's dick is it has a twist at the end. <laughs> <laughs> I thought of that two days well, ago. It's, you guys. it's <laughs> shrouded in a sheet like a ghost, not a KKK member. A little, a little ghost. <laughs> you don't have to say that. I know. I'm sorry. <laughs> We're talking about ghosts. I know. I know. Um, I just wanted to make sure. Knock on wood. And Roald, Roald Dahl is a uh, again kind of a spindly long fellow. Uh, mm. I think we can confirm that his dick is probably a giant peach. <laughs> <laughs> 
I think uh, I think this is a scenario where the island provides a weapon to each man because they are the island craves order oh, and violence. Sure. Okay. Um, I ro- picture Doctor Zeus just grabbing a bird with like funky feathers out of its head. Yeah, and, using and it shoots it. real bullets. Yeah. <laughs> it, it He's like, this actual... is like a bird from my book. It does all kinds of crazy things. Yeah, and then he like cocks it like a gun, and it actually fires yeah, yeah, a bullet. Yeah, yeah. I feel like it would fire like bubbles or something disappointing. Spite Island. That's what it's jumps Fight in. Island. <laughs> Fight true. Island adds the element itself. Okay. It goes, oh look at your fun bird. It's full of <laughs> uh, shotgun shells. Fifty caliber shells. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so a bullet bird drops into Theodore Geisel's uh Roll Doll's got a peach that shoots cum. <laughs> like all peaches. <laughs> well, only because of that earlier story you told made him sound very horny. Yeah. Sure. Now, but also superficial. Now, here's the thing. That's an important uh, story to this fight because not only is he a military man, uh, mm-hmm. he's going to have that kind of training. He's mm. seen hardship. He's probably... Probably, I'm just going to guess at this, because he spent all that time blind, he's probably got daredevil powers a little bit. Sure. Um, and we know that he is a callous son of a bitch. Yeah. yeah. If you're Not ugly, loyal. <laughs> if you're even a little ugly, he will cut you free. Yeah, yeah. For sure. Yeah, I'm a little afraid of him. I think Stein is the weak link. I think Arl yeah. Stein came from having a bat. You know what they say yeah. about men who, who can write good horror is they um, are in touch with their fear. Oh. Hmm. How about that? Is his horror good? <laughs> that might be. But a desire to scare children, also odd. <laughs> I think this is going to be a spinoff podcast for Amy that's Horny Island. <laughs> and it's just, it's just imagined orgies amongst categories of people, how they would go. Competitive erotic island. Now, how do they kiss? <laughs> <laughs> no, I think Arl Stein, his uh, weapon is like, um, he becomes sort of a Mysterio-like figure. He's... He's uh, like creating he mirages. I don't think I know who Mysterio is. From Spider-Man. Spider-Man. I'm so Spider- sorry. Spider-Man. No, Spider-Man's a literary... We're not on a comic gi- book island. Giant. <laughs> Spider-Man's um, not horny. Yeah. Um, he's, he's create, he can create like illusions. He's like the Twist. creatures oh, he's yes. thinking of okay. are coming up. But because it's Arl Stein, everyone sees it coming and they move too slow. Yeah, he yeah, can, yeah. He can cloud- They're like, this isn't Stephen King. This <laughs> he, is... Uh... He can cloud the minds of men. Yeah, with, he, his, with his words, he puts very mild fear into them. Sure, <laughs> drops a lot of red herrings. He's, he's like doing a full telekinesis, and the camera's like it. It makes it seem like he's gonna make someone's head I'm, explode, and then it's like, oh, ah, I saw a bug. <laughs> like, honestly, I was thinking that same thing because he's the king of the red herring. King of the red herring. King of the red herring. I think he actually has a satchel of red herrings provided to him. <laughs> And everyone's can, like, it smells like fish in here. It's disgusting. He can, he can use in any way he fi- he deems fit, but I'm thinking like Swedish chef, like flinging mm. them around yeah. under feet, slapping people with them, sure. misdirection. Maybe saying, it, look, it's a I'm it's understanding a the podcast monster. the more we go that yeah. um, things are absurd. <laughs> yeah. What? This yeah. doesn't happen in real boxing? <laughs> I was going to be like, I think he can afford a personal trainer. Therefore, he's strong. Okay. No, that, that, that would, That's also that part would factor of it. in. Okay, good. I think, I think as somebody who was... All three of them are doing well financially. Sure. Nobody, you know, but seems R. to have Stein's, gone into ruin. Einstein's making that modern day He's making American. that Are You Afraid of the Dark? But Roald Dahl, all those movies... Dark. Yeah, but he was dead when all the movies came out. Hmm. Maybe a couple of them. He, is he fighting get... as a dead zombie or is he fighting <laughs> as I a... Think, I think he's in shape in the way uh, men from the 20s were in shape. Yeah, yeah. Old broad, bro- broad. Which is, they all kind of look like how Jordan and I look now. Yeah, well, they all look like big furry hearts. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> Old British men. Hey. For yeah, sure. Yeah, you yeah. box like this? Yeah. Stern, cold, tree-like men. Like kangaroos. Sure. <laughs> they box like uh, kangaroos. I think that's an, important, that's an important factor, though, because R.L. Stein, he would have that modern-day American money, you know? He's, yeah. he's got that real... He's got yachts, wealth. baby. Yeah. He's yeah. got a personal chef. Mm-hmm. I think he's probably eating well. He's probably he's a young guy. He's probably working out a yeah. little. He's probably got a young wife, hot, big tits, believes in crystals. <laughs> God damn it. <Sure. laughs> you knew there was a way I was going to bring in a woman's breasts. <laughs> so I, I think big gazongas. <laughs> Shout out to gazongas. <laughs> I, th- I think honestly. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Dr. Seuss heard the word gazongas is going insane. Oh yeah, Dr. <laughs> Seuss is like, how have I never written that? <laughs> I think uh, imagine I think Dr. all the gazongas you'll see. Gets this bullet bird uh-huh. uh, out of the sky uh, and immediately clocks what it is because he knows a bullet bird when he sees one. Yeah, sure. yeah, yeah. Uh, I think he's he, open to possibility, baby. He's an improviser. Yeah, his, he's yes and his mind is open. That's he's, that's his the key mind here. Is open exactly. There was when the he's bird, been with a man. <laughs> When the, when the bird fell into his hands, there wasn't a doubt in his mind that it contained bullets. Yes. Yeah. He was like, this bird will be whatever I imagine it to be. Exactly. Oh, the places you'll go with this gun or the Oh, the things you'll shoot. Sure. I think he puts one right between the eyes of Roald Dahl. I think he turns it on Roald Dahl mm-hmm. because he sees him as the threat. He's like, he, he can tell another killer. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> it, it's, a, it's a respect between two old uh, vets. Here's the thing. As silly and like, I'm a crazy go nuts guy. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Dr. Seuss would be of all of these three guys he's like the number one guy probably has killed a couple of people in secret <laughs> yeah. you know yeah. like probably secret serial killer yeah mm-hmm. um, it's like when why do people become therapists it's because like they're crazy and they want to figure themselves sure. out it's like yeah. why do you write for children because you're um, deranged <laughs> so he, he, he turns it on Roald Dahl uh, and shoots him Striking him in the chest, but, but, because he's seen battle and because he's an old racist monster, <laughs> Roald Dahl, like, barely feels it and, sure. he, and com- comes no at him. No PTSD for Roald Dahl? Oh, yeah. Well, he's just like... He's I'm, seen that gun and he's like, I'm back in... What <laughs> oh, war was he, that? Yeah, his, his brain, he thinks he's, in, he thinks he's on... Uh, Suddenly you know. he's horny, he's thinking of that nurse before he knew what she looked like. <laughs> Clementine! <laughs> I think he's like, Jerry tried to shoot us with bigger birds <laughs> and like runs at him. Okay. And, and, Meanwhile, and, uh, R.L. Stein is like uh, kind of in the corner taking, taking, uh, t- evaluating the place. Yeah, sure. He's, he's observing. I, th- I think he's checking out his things like, oh, a basket of red herrings. Oh, <laughs> oh look, I look good. Oh, <laughs> Eli's really paying off. <laughs> Eli's his trainer. Right. Um, I got it. And uh, and then like as these two ancient <laughs> bone white men collide, <laughs> to, he, to, he realizes what's he's like, oh. do, do we know R.L. Stein's age? I am just curious. I think he's like fifty something. Hot. <laughs> the hottest age. Ah, fifty something. Uh, I, th- I think I think Roald Dahl is immediately strangling the silliness out of. Uh, Dr. Seuss. Yeah, he's, yeah, he's, he's like, be serious. Yes, yeah, exactly. <laughs> he's, he's changing colors. Even though, once again, he wrote Matilda suffocated. where a little girl could move things with her mind. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, th- I, think he, I think he's, yeah, but to that degree, he was like, silliness des- deserves story. Yeah, yeah. He's like, stop with yeah, your, yeah, you're yeah. a silly Billy. You can't just have a poem about a tree that waves yeah. and says hello. Yeah. <laughs> have a metaphor. Them. What's the theme? <laughs> yeah. 
Choking him out with his horrible ancient hands. He had a real preoccupation in Roald Dahl with, like, uh, kids from abusive homes, you know? Sure, sure. Like, uh, so maybe getting I- theirs. Revenge. <laughs> <laughs> what, was the name of, what was the name of the woman from Matilda, the mean old head? Trench, the trench, trench Bowl. Trench Bowl. Yeah. Maybe he's like, this is, like, Shout out to my friend Rachel Hall. We used to call her the Trench. Oh, okay. Um... Yeah, I think what happens is Roald Dahl has he has left the headspace of of his reality on Fight Island, and he's in war right now. I don't even think he sees Doctor Seuss. He sees Whoever. like a German soldier. Sure. Yeah. Sure. He's he's having full flashbacks that are also involving like characters from his stories. Like he's really he's like there's the peach. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's having a crazy PTSD World War One trip. Now, does he kill him, or does uh, Doctor Seuss have something in his back pocket? Was Dr. Seuss? Well, Dr. Seuss already has the... Gunbird. Gunbird. Mm-hmm. The Fight Island, the beautiful... Pl- All Roald Dahl has <laughs> is PTSD and... An old-time bayonet. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Which is, again, his dick. Yeah, good. <laughs> he sticks a bayonet. <laughs> Very pointy. Uh, I think he kills him. I think he takes the life of Dr. Mm-hmm. Seuss. Mm. Yeah. And I think, I think it's... Just our... with, like, crazy old man strength. Right. Mm-hmm. But like you say, he's locked in this, uh, he's locked in this uh, powerful hallucination. He's back in the war. Mm-hmm. Uh, and keep, can't, he's, keeps killing him yeah, yeah. after he's dead. Two imaginative old men, they both are hallucinating, I think. Yes. I think Seuss is, like, picturing... Seuss is like, here I go! <laughs> yeah, yeah. I feel like Dr. Seuss is, like, cheerful about dying. Sure, yeah. He's yeah, like, yeah, I'm yeah. off to join my creatures. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um... I think uh, th- th- this does open up uh, Roald Dahl to R.L. Stein. Mm-hmm. R.L. Stein, he's been biding his time. Sure. He's like, are you afraid of the war? <laughs> sure, sure. <laughs> yes. Oh, no, he's stoking it. He then, now I he agree. is telling a story. I he's, agree. Yes. He's like thickening the fog around Roald Dahl, who, who is now he has just a smoke, kind of a smog, ma- a fog no, machine. Uh, his, his mind. <laughs> oh, but I and think so it now, would be cool if he pulled out some he, a fog machine because he's a little too literal. Yeah, he has a real yeah, fog yeah, machine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He starts playing that music of like a da 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 da. Okay, not from Jaws, but some other suspenseful. Oh, that music. sounded like Jaws. <laughs> yeah, I know that. that sounded like a fun waltz. Yeah, okay, <laughs> what's that scary music? Uh-huh. I do think you're right. I think he. I think he like he sees that he's in he's in some sort of a fugue state, mm-hmm. and he's like, and then the next thing that happens is. There's a bully. It's the bully also, from school. Also, I think sig- significantly, um, Roald Dahl and Dr. Seuss are more young kid, and I think R.L. Stein was kind of middle grade. Yeah, so sure. maybe he's a little bit more sophisticated. Sure, he's sure. like he's willing to take he it. He was. Kids were reading him when they were already masturbating, when they were already <laughs> slapping the rabbi. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Whereas Dr. Seuss, you're young. Sure. So, so Roald Dahl is, is distracted. He's stabbing the air with a bayonet. Arl Stein is like uh, evoking sure. his, his thoughts of World War I, but also like saying there's like skeletons with a camera. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like stuff he also doesn't understand. <laughs> yeah. And in that fog... Uh, a kitchen sponge? And Arl Stein's pretty attached to reality, but also trying to yeah. control the scary movie. Too much so, but it's actually helping him. Yeah, Typing yeah, yeah. in the air. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, red, yes. Red yes. herrings falling all over the place. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And he's chasing around, teasing him, and uh, Roald Dahl's like, No, please, no, visions, leave me be. And as he chases him, he uh, turns on his heel, slips on a red herring, falls onto his own bayonet. 
Oh, wow. And Arnstein didn't even need to lift a finger. Barely lift All he had to do was be distracting. <laughs> yeah. And then that's uh, symbolic of what he did. He did yeah. yeah, yeah. He yeah. didn't put a ton of effort in, but no. it all kind of paid off. None of the none of his uh, scary stories, nobody was getting, like, um, killed. There was no gore. No. Or, not like Stephen King. It was way more just, like, uh, people in a forest wondering where they were. That was kind of mm-hmm. the bummer thing about... R.L. Stein, and honestly, why I stopped reading him last year, uh, <laughs> why, why I ended up stopping reading it was because I was like, it's never the thing. It's never a werewolf mm-hmm. of fever swamp. Yeah. It's but never good for tricking a man in a fight. I guess. Oh, yeah. No, that's yeah. true. Like, like, just like in his books. He would say it. something like, see, you don't need violence. You only need a sharp mind. <laughs> sure. <laughs> and yeah. then Fight Island groans as an island. It groans so hard. They're like, great, back. another moral. Yeah. Sends and him R. back to his, like, to his cushy life. Yeah. Just like R.L. Stein's book, this fight had a terrible end. <laughs> <laughs> a disappointing climax. <laughs> when none of us were satisfied with that's it. The, that's the problem with the uh, naked in a pit fights is uh, y- you got to know the stats. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm, I, yeah, they don't all have to be naked. I can imagine people's dicks when they're clothed. We'll, we'll sure. say, we'll go cut that out. Yeah. All, yeah. <laughs> all right, R.L. Stein, winner of the, the featherweight. Featherweight. The featherweight round. Do we write Didn't, that down somewhere or do we just remember it? We'll remember it. We just remember it, it. Okay. for all We're time. recording this. <laughs> and then if we... <laughs> Do all three of them, do all three of the winners fight at the end or no? No, it's just, uh, they uh, each just, but I have a new, I have a new idea for how to do boxing now. Sure. sure. (laughs) It'd be so cool if Sam boxed and brought a fog machine. Yeah. This is, this is for me. I'm not having a quarter life crisis at all. They call him the fog machine. Why? He has Crohn's disease. (laughs) Very stinky. (laughs) Uh, I don't know that. There was a football player. That, there was a pro far. football player for the Broncos that uh, they used to call the stink because he'd piss himself to to uh, get people to like scare people from tackling him. No, he was an offensive lineman. He he wanted defensive tackles to not want to touch him. Oh, so weird. he could push them around. And uh, yeah, Mark Schlereth. He's now like a normal announcer who wears a suit. What is the most scary yeah. tactic? Does, does he talk about it now? Maniac. Maybe he had. I think he, you can find it. He's talked about it. Vaguely but. related. I went to the John Elway restaurant in Denver when I was a kid. Bist your pants. <laughs> <laughs> no, I saw a guy have a heart attack. Oh, Whoa! Yeah. It was right as like the steaks and the big blooming onions were being delivered. <laughs> oh God, that's sad. Uh, yeah, as he's he going survived. down. I just wanted one more blooming onion. Uh, Damn you, John Elway! <laughs> <laughs> it's wild when I'm in Denver because uh, I don't. I don't feel that anywhere in Southern California has this. Everyone's so obsessed with one athlete. It's mm-hmm. like John Elway Road, mm-hmm. John Elway car dealerships, John yeah. Elway restaurants. And I was like, sure. damn. For like a big city. Yeah. It's kind like of a lot of cool athletes. John it's John weird. Elway. It's pretty wild. No, there's only one cool athlete there, and his name is John fucking Elway. <laughs> I'm from Denver. Yeah, no, I know. I guess the art. I guess our many uh, listeners don't know. You just have a a perfect city map of Denver. (laughs) It has nothing to do with John Elway, but it's a great tattoo. Uh, It'd be cool if John Elway was above it like God. He is. He's watching me even now. He heard everything you just said. And I respect you, John Elway. (laughs) God Elway? God Elway. All right. All right. Middleweight round. John Elway versus you two (laughs) non-believers. My favorite author, John Elway. John, get in here. He has an autobiography or something, right? He came in through the window. We're 10 stories up. (laughs) Okay. It's called Jumping High. Round. Middle bout. 
Mid- middleweight. Welterweight? Um, I've got a couple guys I would like okay. to see in this. Let's hear it. Um, we already said the three authors I know, so. Okay, good. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Middle grade and children. I, I asked earlier if Roald Dahl was canceled. Uh, let's bring another canceled guy in. Uh, David Foster Wallace. Okay. Uh, you did, know, crazy. Bending the form. Uh, he did Infinite Jest, right? Yeah. Infinite Jest. Okay. Never read it. Lahey uh, pretty much made the footnote famous. Mm-hmm. Oh. Talk about a guy who wants to mansplain to you. Am I right? <laughs> He's yeah. like, not only do I need the page, I need what's in the margin, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got a lot to say. <laughs> that is the equivalent of spreading your legs out on the subway. Oh. That is... In a fight, you know he would just talk your ear off. Oh, my God. He would be like, what is fighting? And he'd be like, yeah, I, yeah, I know yeah. what fighting is. We've talked yeah. about it. Deep I, depression. Deep depression. I like, that. I like that a lot. So DFW in there. What has he been? Has he been canceled for? Has he done something weird? I think just re- retroactively, women were like, "He was terrible." Oh, to me. that's every white male yeah. author, <laughs> right? That could be everybody. <laughs> yeah, I just true. mean for someone we were all like, um, "He's got empathy because he wrote oh, in the nineties, yeah, yeah. like, and he's depressed." <laughs> yeah, yeah. Doctor Seuss uh, Grinched the Cat in the Hat. Yeah. <laughs> Grinched him. <laughs> Um, I just waited with bated breath as though Jordan was going to explain that and it was going <laughs> to... You guys don't remember the book, The Grinch Grinches the Cat in the Hat? No. No. Well, he Grinches him. And that's why he's canceled. Spo- spoiler alert, it's right canceled. in the title. Canceled. Here's the T. He's canceled. That was the joke I was making. He Grinched the Cat in the I Hat in an airplane bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> that was... We needed well, now the last part that's a better word for hands off. explaining. <laughs> <laughs> She gave him a Grinch in the airport bathroom. Uh, <laughs> oh, he really Grinched his cat in the hat. <laughs> well, that's what, if it's uncircumcised, it's a cat in a hat. <laughs> and if it's circumcised, it's just a cat. This is wonderful. <laughs> David Foster Wallace, DFW, the shoe warehouse. And is I would... Uh, yeah. I would argue he... It would be maybe fun to see him fight his uh, friend, rival... Jonathan Franzen. Jonathan Franzen, one of the most hated contemporary authors. Hated. But hated from from the word go. I don't know what he does. You know, he's like the most pretentious, known for his pretentiousness. What did he write? He wrote Freedom. Which I I like that book. Yeah, a lot of people like it. I think it's good. What's the other one? And The Corrections. corrections. Which a lot of people hate. Did he write The Menu at Denny's? Because I love it. And I've read it. No, but they do have a uh, pancakes promotion based around him. There's <laughs> all sorts of stories. Get the Franz and cakes. About, of him about being a dick. Oh, Oprah. This is a famous story. Oprah tried to put him in her book club, which only like sells mm. more of your books. It's yeah. like, who yeah, cares? Yeah. You're in Oprah's book club. And yeah, he yeah. just said, no, thank you. He uh, was like, I'm going to pass. Which I think for him dude. was like being literary. Uh, what's the word? Being like not selling out. But everyone yeah. was like. Okay, asshole. Yeah, like, yeah. fine. Don't be yeah. part of Oprah's I think he thought, in a very, like, Gen X-y way, he thought he was, like, being above it. it was yeah. Like, the thing you guys Who had cares? said up to that point had made me dislike him. Don't you cross Oprah? The reaction to it was just, like, why? She's like, just, what are you standing up you. against? Um, Rick? There's also stories of, like, people will meet him, and he'll just be such an asshole. Mm-hmm. I think he hates women. I think he's, like, okay. a misogynist so i don't know right, I'm proof of that it. other than his stupid face with his glasses sure. a guy at a reading uh 
pulled off his glasses cool. and broke them. Oh, wow. <laughs> Which is such a nerd insult. Yeah, like, yeah, I'll real. take your stupid glasses. My glasses! Yeah, yeah. I mean, guard, seize him! <laughs> He's written a lot of essays that's, that's made people hate him about, like, the death of the novel or, yeah. like, why oh, social sucks. media is ruining okay. contemporary literature, stuff like that. I've, I, yeah, a, a couple of his books of essays are, like, very... Um, yeah, the whole thing is talking down to you. It's interesting. <laughs> You're like, Why am I still that, um, reading this? What about? Sorry to uh, pitch another contender. <laughs> oh, please! I think I'm like talking myself out of Franzen because I don't even want to talk about. Well, it. it is interesting that both him and DFW wrote collections of essays, and that maybe also because David Foster Wallace is dead. That at least when I like first started writing, all boys like revered David mm-hmm. Foster Wallace. Yeah, and this idea of like everybody being influenced by him, everybody like mm. writing, uh, whatever the opposite of minimalism, maximalism yeah, with like sure. tons of footnotes. And then, uh, Jonathan Franzen has just continued being alive and everyone's like, he's such a fucking dick. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like one of them's an icon. Yeah. Kind of, even now in retrospect, I think people like David Foster Wallace less. And but... David Foster Wallace was cool where Jonathan Franzen has always just been like, yeah. well, my corduroys are not tight enough. You know, instead, I guess. instead of Jonathan Franzen, how about, uh, Kurt Vonnegut? I still like the idea of, uh, Jonathan Franzen getting beat up, but I think he just might die. I first. think it would just be really gratuitous. Yeah, we'd be yeah, like, yeah, yeah. and then Franzen okay. got beat up, and we Although, all if it's him and David Foster Wallace, it sounds like they're going to be pretty well matched to have this kind of yeah. a shitty douchebaggy fight. Mm-hmm. All right, I'm for it. Yeah, just what about co- Philip Roth? Or are you thinking that more in the heavyweight? Um, or are they not in the same category? I don't know. We hadn't we hadn't stuck with like that uh, that also, group of like I'm thinking like 50, heavyweight 60, Carver. Yeah, maybe there. Yeah. Heavyweights, I don't know, or Stephen King. We got a lot of authors. We got a lot of white male authors. Turns out there's a lot of white male authors. Turns out they were the only people allowed in the canon for many, (laughs) many years. (laughs) As everybody else was like, hey, can we get in there? And the white male authors were like, there's only room for us. (laughs) No room in the canon. (laughs) Get out. No girls allowed. (laughs) That's that's the guy who's in charge of the canon. (laughs) I'm the canon master. <laughs> it's an important job. Oh man, Franzen hates that guy. <laughs> do you guys want you to do hillbilly. that? Uh, do we say? do? Or, or I was also going to say, um, you, you mentioned Stephen King. I think Stephen King is a pretty good. I think Stephen King He's is maybe heavyweight, our heavyweight, right? Stephen yeah. King's such a heavyweight. I mean, okay, we got to go. We got to lock it in. You know, yeah. Okay. DFW versus Jonathan Franzen. What's... Should we put in a third guy or just the two? I or think s- two. I think two. I think we got to go. Get a little more traditional. I think too, okay. and I would like to suggest, since I know nothing about either of these guys, I'm gonna I'm gonna take control of the island here, and I would like to make this a runway battle, which means Ooh. they will be fighting on the uh, the landing strip of Fight Island. Mm-hmm. Uh, each at one end of it, they come with the clothes on their backs and their uh, their um, literary powers. Hmm. Mm-hmm. I just kissed them. the mic accidentally. I, yeah, right. It looked on yeah, purpose. Right, accidentally. <laughs> accidentally with tongue? <laughs> uh, are, are they similar in build? I think of them both as being very inside David, men. I know David Foster Wallace is a pretty doughy guy who wears like, who wore like a big head. He, uh, who he, played he did him play in tennis. that movie? Uh, Jason Siegel. Yeah, I didn't see that movie. Did you guys see it? Yeah, no. not bad. I kind of want to see it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Siegel, Siegel's good. Yeah. Uh, David Foster Wallace was an athlete. I mean, he was a tennis player, okay. famously. Oh. Uh, so then does he have a tennis racket with him? In, I think he does have a tennis in, racket with in him. In true uh, lit boy fashion, does he think that any kind of sports is fighting? <laughs> <laughs> 
he does. He's like, oh, you want me to fight? Better grab my tennis racket. <laughs> I think he's 100%. Tennis racket. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I think Franzen at the other end, he's been dropped on this runway. He is so mad that he is here. Oh, he's trying yes. to get a call. He's trying to get a cell phone. Oh, he, signal. He, he, yes. yeah. He can't believe he doesn't he's have like, a signal. He's like, I don't have time for this. Yeah. <laughs> Am I going to be interviewed by Jezebel? Something like that. <laughs> yeah, He's sure. writing some pithy review of a movie none of us liked or yeah, something. Yeah, yeah. Oh, then- we forgot Je- Jonathan Safran Foyer. Okay, never mind. Another hated pretentious <laughs> guy. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Guy, the, the, he tried to land on the island, and the island shot him into the sun. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The island rejected a combatant. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> Jonathan Safran uh, Foyer touched, touched the ground and the island said, no, thank like, you. wait, but everything's illuminated. <laughs> <laughs> because That's it's in the sun. Yeah. I wanted to be in Incredibly loud and too close, whatever that is. And now I'm case. incredibly too close to the sun. Then <laughs> <laughs> it, it burned up. Uh, <laughs> uh, so that was a, those were rapid fire. Meanwhile, jokes they're about both titles. like calling Joyce Carol Oates. They're both like, and she's like, listen, you freaks. <laughs> yeah. I don't have time for you. <laughs> I, I think David Foster Wallace would clock that this is a fight island before Jonathan Franzen would. His, his mind is more capable of the elastic. He understands yeah. what's he's happening. He's branching out into possibilities and he pretty quickly lands on this is one of He's also, I islands. feel like, as a depressed guy would um, land there and be like, well, here I am. Yeah. I yeah, accept yeah, yeah. this. This yeah, is sure. life. Life has always been a struggle, yeah, and yeah, yeah. here's another level. He's of struggle. He's pretty ready to die, which is a decent yes, trade on yes, Fight yes, Island. Yes, yes. Maybe yeah. even, maybe even to a certain degree, was like an oh my god, an option for a champion's death. Yeah. Like oh um, yeah, oh yeah. The majesty of it is really, sure. and it's absurd, and he like loves it. He's like, yeah. this is how I should die. Sure. Uh, runs at him. He runs at him. Uh, Franzen uh, thinks. Because I think there's a there's a PA Franzen, on Fight Island. Franzen, of course, island. thinks he's smarter than the island. Yeah, he's, he's sure. <laughs> he's like, I'm smarter than this than the dirt. Yeah. and the trees. Uh, Fr- Franzen, they're like Franz. Fr- <laughs> has a is a little true. Yes, okay. That's as soon as I said it. I guess it made sense. <laughs> well, this is Fight Island is a sentient island that craves order and yeah. So yeah, it's yeah, not justice. not smart. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> so yeah. The fruit is shaped like fists. Um, <laughs> Uh, friends and goes, I don't need a weapon. I've got the pen. Yes. yes. It doesn't matter. Yes, yes. <laughs> and then it gets He's cracked like, in the, the head with the edge of a tennis racket. The yeah. pen is mightier than the fist. And David Foster Wallace is like, this guy's a real loser. <laughs> sure. David Foster <laughs> Wallace is like, this guy's a real loser. Yes. Yeah, yeah, Three yeah. names, which means. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It holds it up and he has, oh, you have a tennis racket? Pfft. I have the most powerful weapon of all and holds up a pen and gets cracked in the head with a tennis yeah, racket. Just immediately. Which, ah! which causes his glasses to fly off. My and then he accidentally steps on his own glasses. Yeah. Oh, on his hands and knees definitely. trying to pick up his glasses. Oh, for sure, for sure a real piggy moment. <laughs> oh, yeah. My yeah. glasses feeling around for him. Crunch. Oh, no. <laughs> and then he blames his assistant or someone on not packing him an sure. extra pair. Sure, 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 sure. Some woman was supposed to do that. <laughs> <laughs> and then, uh, so I think uh, Dave Foster Wallace cracks him on the head with the tennis racket, knocks him unconscious. Dave Foster Wallace goes, oh, this is too simplistic. Sure. I'm more uh, imaginative than this. Yeah. He, Dave Foster Wallace, because he's kind of, he kind of understands the island, yeah. he makes a request of the island. Okay. He goes, give me a pot of boiling water. Okay. <laughs> 
He takes Franzen's body and the island, puts it in the, the island immediately. The island goes, yeah, we're kind of into this. Conflict. It already doesn't sure. like Franzen. A, a cauldron of uh, Franzen's yeah. one of those people that uh, when he walks into a room before he speaks, everyone hates him, including sure. an island. <laughs> it's funny that we're, we're shitting on him. I've read so much, many of his words. Like, I was like, why am you I? You can still read, his, I, read yeah. his work and hate him. Oh, as a person. I fucking hate this yeah, guy. Yeah, I'm on yeah. page nine hundred. You know, Jonathan Franzen. I also picture him as being like, uh, listen, this Me Too movement's gone a little far. I did, right? It does seem like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, let's yeah. use reason and ration. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That feels Rational. like an essay that's about to come yes. out by him. Or he's written it, but he's, his publicist is always like, please don't ruin your career for good and send it. A, uh, uh, granted, so, a, a cauldron so, of G- Whereas of David old. Foster Wallace a, is like, I too can imagine life as a woman, a, and I understand. Yeah, yeah, and then turns out. A, a geothermal uh, vent opens with, filled with... Uh, yeah, filled with boiling water. Bubbling yeah. fight, uh, fight juice. And then uh, lobster style, David Foster Wallace dumps Franzen in. <laughs> And he goes, consider this. And he grabs his balls. <laughs> and uh, that's how it ends. Consider this. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I, I, just, for, uh, just for the sake of justice, I think he wakes up just before he's getting thrown into the... Uh, and yeah, he's like, I like should have just agreed to Oprah's book club. <laughs> oh, I was going to say, and then like, uh, like, like Simba's father in The Lion King, the clouds turn into Oprah. And there's Oprah. And she goes... <laughs> and they laugh. She's like, look under your pot. You get a book. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I do think Franzen maybe keeps his dignity and pushes his broken glasses up his nose as if to be like, I'm still above this. Yes, yes. Boiling water. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> it's hot. You get a book. But you it's get not a book. scalding. <laughs> you get a burn. You get a burn. <laughs> it's, it's hot, but it's not scalding yeah. is very funny. I so did... he's just like shrieking lightly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ow. I did, oh. I did just think of this, and I wish we had found a way to work it in there, but I like the idea of Oprah appearing in the clouds and dropping cars on people. <laughs> you get a car! You get a car! Uh, um, middleweight bout. I think it's, yeah, your David champion, Foster DFW. Wallace. Keeps the champion's headband. He, yeah. he gets a headband that looks like a wrestling belt and puts it on. You know, His whole if head. we're talking about guys I would have fucked, of course, David Foster, David Wallace, Foster Wallace. Of course. Sure, that he's got those tennis skills. Sensitive. <laughs> that, that <laughs> sensitive, good at tennis. You probably know, men mean who to are you. depressed are often good in bed. The head... The, come in. <laughs> I don't know why I'm not. That was the, the horny police <laughs> who have come to arrest yes, you during this I'm podcast. I'm arrested. I have my hands behind my. I'm arresting myself. I have my hands behind. I have behind to go to my... horny jail. <laughs> I'll be on the, out in the yard. Oh, at horny jail, they won't handcuff and you. And I want to say to all our listeners, I hope I haven't offended anyone with mental illness. I love you and think it's serious, and I respect you. But I still think you're good in bed. Uh, um, Amy's gonna get canceled by the end of the podcast. No, edit anything out I've said that's cancelable. No, I'm sorry. If you're depressed, slide into my DM. I don't know. I teach it at college. <laughs> Whatever I can do not to get canceled. Uh, okay, ding, 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 heavyweight round. Here it is. Uh, heavyweight round ooh. of white male authors from the late 20th century. Uh, I, I think Raymond Carver would be Is fun it the 20th to talk about. Is it the 21st century? 20th century. Where am I? Yeah, we've been doing 20th century. Oh, my century. God, I'm so old. I think one that we, I think we could have multiple combatants. We just I think this reverses. is going to have to be... Just by the sheer volume of these of these mm-hmm. swing swinging dicks. I like Philip Roth. I like Raymond Carver. I've read the most Raymond Carver. Mm-hmm. Stephen King is you know he's in there. By St- I think Stephen King is in there because he's the most. He's a master. Alone. Yeah, Stephen King is truly one of the only authors that like literary people respect and 
is mm-hmm. my dad reads. I yeah. <laughs> Those yeah. don't, none of the, I nobody love else Stephen King coincides. And I, nobody will ever convince me otherwise. The dude, I mean, you know. No, I've, but I mean, he's someone who's oh, so widely respected I'm, I'm that super, it's wild. Yeah, I'm super And it, all his shit gets made into movies and TV. Yeah, and so a lot of them suck, and he's just like, whatever, scoots away <laughs> in one of his yachts. Yeah. Uh, and he, it, he wrote that book about writing. On writing is like as so writing's really great. Good. It's so he good. writes every day, even his birthday. Hmm. Even his birthday, the day you're not allowed. <laughs> <laughs> He's just writing happy birthday. You gotta respect to that me. work ethic. You gotta respect happy that work birthday, ethic. Happy birthday, Steven. Happy he, birthday. He did Mr. enough cocaine. And he doesn't remember reading. writing three books. Oh, yes, you know, sober. That means he's strong with it, honest with himself. Got hit by a car, still alive. Can't person. be killed by cars. <laughs> Can't be killed by cars. Wow. All right, Stephen King's for sure. And in. writes so many books. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Stephen King is for sure in. Okay. What's the opposite of Stephen King? I I think it's the per- person that's anti anything commercial. Hemingway and maybe a little overrated. Hemingway. Hemingway. That's what I think. I think and o- overrated and not yes. uh, totally against the idea of being commercially viable yes. or and fun. I, I feel like Hemingway would be the type of person who is like, like volunteered to go to Fight Island. Yeah, yeah. Where he's like, he got like, uh, he got like an. I don't know. You know. Okay, so Hogwarts brings sends you an owl. What does Fight Island send you? Just a fist? Yeah, it hits you in the face. <laughs> and he read the letters like, "My God, I gotta get out yeah. there. Yeah, yeah, get me a schooner." And it's like you picture him as one of these guys who's like, "I don't talk much, but when I talk, it's important." Mm-hmm. I'm gonna propose a new Fight Island idea. Okay. that we've not had on our previous right. episodes. Okay, and is that uh, since both authors are kind of representative of a class of other authors, mm-hmm. Ooh, they can summon leaders. They can summon teammates when convenient. Stephen King on his side, he's got Tom Clancy. Yes. he's got Dan Brown. <laughs> yes. he's got Dean Koontz. Yes, <laughs> At Hemingway's corner. He's got all the other alcoholic dickheads. Raymond he's got, Carver. He's got Ray Carver. He's got Mailer. He's got Cheever. 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 He's got Roth. They, so sure. they can both the, reach what, into what, what is it the re, the round table the Algonquin or is that a different thing? And that's, you have to assume older. that Stephen King looks at everyone on his team and he's like, these aren't good writers, but they are nice serviceable people. goons. <laughs> but hey, and they, I know how to use them. Yes, but I think they that's are exactly wealthy. What it is. I think yeah, that's exactly yeah, yeah. what it is. I think it's Hemingway v. King in a uh-huh. uh, <laughs> a bit of a Pokemon battle situation. Sort of, yeah. Where they, yeah, can, yeah. they can summon the, the at, least, um, at least the spiritual... I like that. I think that's a good idea. I think, I think Stephen King, uh, he's not dropped on the island. He appears at the top of a lighthouse. Okay, for sure. Mm. <laughs> and he sees out in the sea, Hemingway... Probably kind of badly <laughs> captaining a ship towards the, <laughs> towards the island. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> he has absolutely. a bunch of people on the ship, and they're like, just let him think that he's captaining it. Yeah, he's sure. like screaming out orders that yeah, make yeah, no yeah. sense. He yeah, like yeah. read them in a book once. He's saying sentences that are too fucking short to be descriptive <laughs> yes, of he's anything. like, I'm a minimalist. Ho! And they're like, what? <laughs> what does ho mean? Bring me the... <laughs> <laughs> the What? <laughs> Uh, yeah, just pointing. Yeah. And he looks out. He's like comparing the waves to things. He's like yeah. those uh, waves, like white humps. And everyone's yeah. like, what the fuck? Yeah, no, that's, I, that's yeah, a sure. whale you're yeah. looking at. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. whale is also sure, like white, white humps. humps. <laughs> yeah. the, the, wa- the waves like white uh, whales. And a, and a whale like a white wave. I don't know. <laughs> Without I've been end. out of the game. I shot myself a long time ago. <laughs> Drinking whiskey out of a beard. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Drinking whiskey out of another man's beard. Drinking whiskey out of a pipe. <laughs> 
So just little tiny sips. Very. <laughs> he has like a, such a terrible. Uh, he's smoking whiskey out of one of those bubble. Uh... He's such a lightweight. He doesn't want anyone to know. He's like lying about how That'd much he funny. drank. Sure. <laughs> I smoke whiskey all the time. Yeah. What? Yeah. Um, oh, and then Stephen King, he sees him and he goes, oh, time to get supercharged. And he goes on a long walk. <laughs> he just goes on like a nice walk. I think that's exactly what happens. I think he goes on he goes on a long walk to think about how this fight should go. Yeah. yeah and by yeah. the time he's like, "Oh, I've got something. Better get back to the lighthouse." They're all there. Yeah. 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 Oh, rats. And he's like, "Wait, my routine." Yeah. Yeah. That's, it really throws him. He's in yeah. some mania like, for a second. Every day I write from seven a.m. to six p.m. <laughs> really throws him off. Yeah. He's like, "I wrote a whole book about my routine. You guys must have read it." <laughs> On writing. Was there anything in On Writing about surviving a fight island situation? Uh, he begins to read On Fighting. Stephen King. <laughs> Stephen King. Well, like, I wrote this. <laughs> oh, no. I've written so many books I didn't even remember. This is, that was one of the Coke ones that he doesn't remember. <laughs> oh, no, I wrote it, and I'm he bad wrote, at he wrote, he wrote Christine, and then he wrote On Fighting. Yeah. And he goes, I wish I remembered those two books. Meanwhile, Hemingway's like flipping through Stephen King's books. He's sure. like uh, flipping through like Pet Cemetery. Drivel. <laughs> yeah, he's Not like... Like, uh, but he, he, there are clues in there, but he refuses to read them. Yeah. He only gets a couple pages into anything. He's like, too many words. I could tell this story in two words. <laughs> Dead cat. <laughs> <laughs> Punches a whole mean car. Reads, yeah, he reads Carrie. <laughs> he reads Carrie, angry woman. <laughs> I put them in my stories, too, Mad but they lady. don't speak. Mind fire. Why is he giving the Why is he giving the women so much dialogue? <laughs> and he punches a hole through a manuscript for it again. Uh, <laughs> it teen it. Uh, main. I also, w- one of the one I of his crew a- members is like, "Are you balding?" And he's like, "What?" So worried about his looks and his masculinity. Sure. I, I th- honestly, I think I think probably he's drunk enough at this point that he's like, somebody say something about my hairline, and like yeah. swings on one of his own people, and, and they're like, like gets what? Into we a- haven't even gotten to the fight. Yeah. Uh, I will say, I think uh, Stephen King, knowing that he's probably uh, grinched here, uh, goes ahead and summons Tom Clancy uh-huh. uh, and and his many uh, ghost snipers. I also feel like Stephen King is less of an ego, so he's like, um, more I'll heads. I'll give you some help. Yeah, more I'm heads better than one. Yeah, Whereas yeah. Like Hemingway's like, get away from me. I think better on my own. Unhand yeah. me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Knocking yeah. He, su- he summons Clancy. Clancy places... Uh, I just mean, sort of mindless who wrote, snipers. Um, who wrote... God, what was that one where it's like they're solving puzzles in a pyramid? Oh, Dan, oh, Brown. Dan Brown. Oh, what Dan... was that one called? Puzzles in a Pyramid? Puzzles in a Pyramid. <laughs> the Da Vinci Code. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Puzzles in a Pyramid. What's that one? Uh, fuck, what's that book? I, uh, I have like a, suddenly a piece of straw on yeah, my teeth. I, Amy, Amy's got Okay, it. in my defense, that is not a good book. And so I refuse How to believe the name of it. How is Amy fishing with her toe in this office me, building? It's me, it's me, Dan Brown. I got an idea for a book. It's called uh, Puzzle Pyramid. <laughs> it's called The Mysterious Triangle Building. He's the only person who ever wrote a book with Nicolas Cage in mind. <laughs> He's like, I know. <laughs> um, okay, so uh, Stephen King and Tom Clancy pepper the jungle with uh, mindless yeah. Tom Clancy snipers. Yeah. Um, and, and a weight. Tom, and I don't weight. know anything about Tom Clancy's books. There are a lot of like it's people. War, yeah, military war. stuff. It's for guys who like love to say the word tactical. Oh, we forgot about That's like the only wait, book Wait, also on read. Stephen King's side, it's got to be John Grisham. Yeah. 
Grish, who knows Grisham a lot about lawyers. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> legalese, it's not really helping. John yeah. Grisham, he summons Grisham on accident. Grisham shows up and goes, oh, I've got a couple things to say. He accidentally gets friendly fire right through the branch. Sure. He's like holding a briefcase, rifling through the papers. Yeah, He's yeah. like, wait, 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 I think we could sue someone. I think, like, I think honestly, that, that he accidentally summons Grisham, thinking maybe, He's like, I've never really read any Grisham. Let's see what he can bring to it. Yeah. And Grisham's like, oh, I've got a Pelican brief that can help with this. I don't know what a He also, if is. you've ever read John and Grisham, oh, it's uh, terrible writing, but sure a lot so of bad. legalese. Oh, and, well, yeah. And like opens a briefcase full of papers that flutter off into the wind, immediately yeah. giving away their location. Um, and and yeah. the snipers... Mm. Burst to life and start shooting at the papers. Yeah. And they shoot Grisham. They shoot Clancy, I think. Oh, yeah, they accidentally. Also, the first page of a John Grisham book is always like a man looking out the window, like rubbing his chin. Sure. sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got to get shot in the head during that. Hemingway and his crew hear the gunfire. Uh, mm-hmm. They come out onto the beach. Yeah. I think some of them and are... Then, and then he summons some other drunk guys because now he wants some drinking buddies. He's like, let me get some Philip Roth. Let me get some sexuality. Mailer gets in there. Yeah. Let me get Bukowski out here. Yeah. He summons an army of drunks. Army of drunks. Everyone's running, Raymond, running and trying to fight. Raymond Carver's having a domestic dispute with his wife, so he's like no, yelling he's at so her. He's so drunk it's a coconut tree that he's punching, but he <laughs> keeps putting lipstick on and kissing it. Yeah. He's like, I'm getting a divorce from my mistress. Uh, I poured whiskey on her belly. It's like, that's a porcupine, uh, Ray. That's Leave us. He's smooching a hedgehog. I'd like to marry someone younger. Oh, Carver's had 16 drinks. We all have had 15. We got to leave him. <laughs> they all charge. Mailer's so ready to fight. Yeah. The quick uh, Mailer thing, my favorite uh, Mailer book is called The Fight. It's about uh, Ali and Foreman. And there's a part where he talks about Don King. And is he Don, mostly nonfiction, Norman Mailer? Um, he wrote some good fiction, okay. too. Uh, Tough Guys Don't Dance. Mm. Uh, and he, he's talking, he, Mailer is uh, down there to basically write about the fight. Mm-hmm. He talks about Don King. It's the first fight he's ever promoted. And Don King has just discovered reading. And uh, because he was in jail for killing a man, sure. and in jail he started reading, but he'd read like whatever they had. And then he's now in Africa, and he's talking to the press all day. And he's—you can only say like uh, Ali's going to win like so many times. So they start uh-huh. talking about books. Don King—it's uh, in the Norman Mailer wrote, writes this in the book. Don King goes, "Oh man, I've been reading Freud. You all heard of Freud? <laughs> Penis, anus, powerful stuff." <laughs> <laughs> I uh, think that phrase is the funniest thing in the world. Uh, You know Philip Roth, very obsessed with Freud. Oh, yeah, totally. He might want to just be like, hold a second, Stephen King. Let's <laughs> yeah. think about what, if you want to fuck your mom or not. <laughs> Philip Roth takes just a beeline to go uh, jerk in the woods. That's, <laughs> he doesn't, he's not also not helpful. Uh, he needs to he goes, he literally get, he gets scared of slap the, the rabbi. He gets scared of the Clancy gunfire. He goes, mommy, and then runs, but he's like hard. Like, I'm so confused. I'm trying to think of what Stephen King would do in this situation because I think, I think uh, uh, Hemingway and his gaggle of drunk uh, good writers are coming at him and he's like lost most of the people he's summoned and he's like yeah. oh no this is the reckoning he's like why haven't I for what I've done made friends with any good writers I, I think I think Stephen King runs off into the woods and stumbles up, up across an old 1950s style diner uh, yeah. what's, what's that doing I was going to say he unlocks a secret and he's the only person who's allowed to bring a woman <laughs> Well, yeah, no, okay. He go, he goes. I, I like that. He goes into the, uh, he goes into the diner. It seems off, you know. Everybody there is like, they're they're covered in dust. Like, that. there's a guy mm-hmm. with a cheeseburger in front of him, and he keeps taking the same bite. And he's like, something here's amiss. It's very and spooky. Something's mm-hmm. off. And uh, who's seated at a booth in the back? Uh, 
but he's found that he's found this slip in dimensions where he can he can summon a female writer. Uh, who is it? Who is it? Amy. Man, who's it gonna be? Who's the one person who can help him win this fight? Meanwhile, Hemingway's le- they're looking for him. They can't, oh, yeah. they can't see him. He's slip- and they're kind of too excited about what they're doing. I'm only not mentioning a female author because there's so many to choose from, not because I'm a female writer who can't a- think Amy's of never read a female writer. <laughs> He's so wild. Uh, Remind me what a female th- is again. <laughs> I think Hemingway and the... Instead of a penis. And, and the drunk 50s guys Go are... Go on. <laughs> the drunk 50s guys are... Uh, so jazzed about what they're doing because this is kind of like war. They're like running through the woods. They have torches. They're drinking. Uh, I, hon- I honestly think that they that they- Cheever's giving hand jobs <laughs> for sure. Absolutely. He's Getting like, uh, hey, I'm just doing this as a way of male bonding. I'm not gay <laughs> yeah. or anything. I'm celebrating your strength. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think they're closeted, for him, famously. But closeted. They can't find Stephen King because he slipped into one of his famous Stephen King finnies. This is right. an alternate pop yeah, yeah, universe. Yeah. I mean, maybe he grabs like Margaret Atwood. You know, she's somebody who's both sure. prolific and literary. Mm-hmm. Sitting in a back booth there in the diner between worlds. Wrote that. What's her her book that became the show on Netflix Handmaid's that everybody Tale. likes? Handmaid's Tale. Yeah. Is Margaret Margaret Atwood. Margaret Atwood. He grabs she, Margaret Atwood. She's Canadian. Mm-hmm. So she's like, you know, she's peaceful. She's not the a deadliest, dumb American. The she's calm, but she understands oppression and violence. Yeah. She's a good listener, but she often apologizes. And he, I think he walks over and sits I'm down at the table with her. And he's like, <laughs> he's like, oh boy. First of all, here comes my Stephen King impression. <laughs> Hello, Margaret. <laughs> oh, that's a great main accent. He's like, I'm in this. He's like, Margaret, I'm in this fight. Uh, there's all these guys out there, these surly masculine types. They're drunk. They smell of bad tobacco. Uh, they think they're smarter than everyone, better than women. Than everybody. <laughs> they think they're better than women. Uh, what, how do I? I don't know how it ends. And he asks her. He's like, he's like, how do you end this? How do you end this story? And? You're weaving such a tale. And she slides Excalibur across the table. (laughs) (laughs) She goes, how you should end all of your stories, Stephen. A sword fight. (laughs) She just gives him a gun. And then that girl from The Handmaid's Tale, who's a Scientologist, shows up, who's also in Mad Men. And she's like, hi. And he goes, we have to shut the portal so that no one else (laughs) comes through. It's too confusing. Elizabeth Moss. Yes, thank you. (laughs) uh, No, I uh, I think she whispers in Stephen King's ear, Slides him a slides him a sword, whispers in his ear. We don't know what she said yet. Mm. The mob the mob uh, closes in. They uh, they kind of finally find the diner. Sure, it's creepy. It's weird. I think they fi- I think they find the seam in reality where the where he slipped through. Yeah, 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 yeah. And so they're in they're in a different part of the jungle. It's eerier. It's lit weird. Sure. Um. It's suddenly cold. Yeah, it's a, it's 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 drippy. They're in. It's like it has a yeah. sewer pipe yeah, yeah, atmosphere. Yeah. yeah, they just keep finding blood. Sure. And they're like, this isn't Fight Island fun blood. <laughs> <laughs> this is ominous blood. This is real consequence blood. And then uh, uh, one cat with no head. I wanted to go no back head. to the pet cemetery. <laughs> <laughs> and then. <laughs> And then uh, what? Uh, they're all like they're all so jazzed to run in this diner. Mm-hmm. They're they're gonna they're gonna get King finally. And then what? Uh, you know those like inflatable arm flailing tube men? Sure. But it's just like that's outside of a car dealership. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But it's like an inflatable version. Stephen King has, uh, uh, with the help of the island, uh-huh. written in that it just looks like all their dads. <laughs> And it's a giant inflatable dad. And everyone's like, 
Mr. Freedom. Yeah, it's a giant uh, uh, inflatable Greatest Generation dad. <laughs> Uh, some of them just can't exactly. handle it. Their heads explode. Yeah, no, they just blow their own heads off. Yeah. They can't handle it. You don't know war like I did. <laughs> and they go, I don't. my useless son. Oh, he yeah. didn't work in the mine. He just wrote on a piece of paper. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they go, you having fun playing war and dick slap boy? I was in a real war. <laughs> a war for survival. <laughs> I built your mother out of wood. <laughs> I, th- I think you're right. I think, we haven't honestly, slept in the same room for I th- years. I think what she has whispered, I think she, what she has whispered to him when he says, "How do I win this fight?" Think of their is, biggest fear. I think what 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 she says to him is, "You already have." And then they they seep into the pocket universe. Stephen King steps out of the pocket universe and pulls from what we thought was a sword. The hilt of the sword comes off, and it's a key. And he turns it in the pocket dimension, and it collapses on all of them, trapping them inside. Perfect. This is after they're dying from seeing their dad. This is this is them trapped in the pocket dimension with the giant inflatable dad yeah. for all eternity. <laughs> Crying, but not wanting other men to see them cry. Oh, yeah. So instead, they're really making that it. weird scrunched up face. <laughs> they're like, the su- it's sunny in here in this pocket dimension. I'm squinting. <laughs> Why is it so sunny? Doing yeah, a yeah. Scrunched, up, scrunched up face until you tire until you cry one giant tear. <laughs> they one turn. Into solid, one big tear, but it's also like a drop of cum. One solid viscous <laughs> cum and whiskey tear. Uh, it's that a, has a beard and sweat. Yeah. All of their Stephen bad King liquid. shuts the shuts the pocket dimension. It slams shut. They're gone for. They are effectively dead. And it's Stephen King's like, finally, I can get back to my routine. <laughs> he goes, and, and finally, I wrote an ending with the help of a woman. And we all go, good job, Stephen. <laughs> I, d- I do think he trapped Margaret Atwood in there, though. Yeah. Yeah, but I think that's where she was to begin with. Oh. Yeah, she lives there. Yeah. <laughs> that's, she Very lives in a pocket prolific, dimension. Both literary writer and commercially successful. Mm. Yeah. Uh, if you're listening to this, Margaret, big fans. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we loved what you did on Fight Island. <laughs> when this comes out, I will be tagging Margaret out. <laughs> oh, please do. She's online. She's on Twitter. Um, it'll come out yes. in a few weeks <laughs> because we're now done with it. We did it. Stephen did King it. also on Twitter. I will be listening to this. <gasps> That'd be so cool. We thought you won everything, Stephen King. <laughs> You're the best heavyweight. Uh, you won. You won the heavyweight. Uh, I'm speaking directly to Mr. King right now. Uh, I know this. You won the heavyweight um, bout on Fight Island. I know Stephen this writer King. who released a book around the same time as Stephen King that was the same title as his, oh, no. but it was like a female coming of age story and nothing to do. And, uh, and it people, was called Pet Cemetery. <laughs> I forgot the name of it, but people kept ordering it accidentally, and then her um, Amazon reviews were so crazy because they were like, "Not scary, like not what I expected." Oh man, so. Funny. Funny. I love the idea of them reading so without stupid. looking at the cover. They'd be like, hated it. Not what I expected. <laughs> it wasn't in this once. Uh, yeah, um, maybe it's like a the, a Kindle. You wouldn't read the cover. I don't know. So crazy. Yeah, and then finally, they'd be like, it has a different named author on it. Like, oh, oh, wait. She wrote his book. Yeah. yeah. Oh, uh, brother. The Dark Tower oh, was about nine uh, eleven. <laughs> I do seriously love The Dark Tower. <laughs> I broke my heart when they made the movie, and it sucked. But they're doing an HBO series, and I am hopeful. Oh, yeah. I bet that'll be interesting. Hell, yeah. Uh, Amy, thanks for coming in this to Fight so Island. And, I'm glad uh, you did it. Getting down in the dirt. And, uh, what a great time. Getting your knuckles bloody with us. I am thirsty, but... Yep. <laughs> uh, you had some great lines. <laughs> you had some great lines. That uh, slapping the rabbi thing will live <laughs> on Fight Island. It might be I a drop that we Stephen do later. King and Margaret Atwood, and uh, I hope that... Um, 
I What's his name? Jonathan Franzen doesn't listen. I hope <laughs> he does, and I hope he here. gets mad. <laughs> uh, but uh, thank you for doing it. Where, where can people find you? Where do you lurk on the internet? I'm on Twitter mostly, at Amy Silverberg, but I also have a website where you can read my fiction, www.amysilverberg.com. Definitely follow Amy on Twitter. She's very, very funny. Thank you. There. Do you guys want to plug yourselves? This is again the teacher yeah, and me. Uh, we, we were gonna. Thank you. <laughs> I'm gonna. Do, I'm gonna. I'm gonna try to jump do out Sam. the window. Uh, you can follow Sam at Sam Gone Wiles. You got it on both Twitter and Instagram. On Instagram, it's just Sam Wiles. It's just Sam Wiles, yeah. and um, I am at Razor Lou. I am Razor Lou on all things because they're after me, and no one can know my real name. <laughs> uh, the worst part of the podcast is where Jordan and I have to plug our insane Twitter <laughs> handles. Yours isn't that time. insane. Is regular Sam Wiles? Was that taken? Yeah, it's Sam. Uh, Sam Wiles is a bot who tweeted in 2011 about how you can work from home. <laughs> oh, cool! And mine was just you know the Matrix had just come out. <laughs> I wanted a, I wanted an internet handle. <laughs> No, I found my internet handle uh, carved into a silver box in the woods, like everybody else. <laughs> I don't know what's happening. Uh, anyway, uh, you guys are the best. Till next time. Thank you thank for listening. You. Bye. Fight Island. Goodbye.